and welcome to the first ever episode of This Might Get Real. This is our second podcast every week where Grace and I dissect all the delicious reality TV that we can't get enough of. This week, things are getting salty at the reunion number one of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We're talking Monica. We're talking Mary. We're talking for a long time about it. And we're also discussing the season premiere of Drag Race. Uh, It's the dawn of a new day and we've got six new queens that we are already obsessed with and some other thoughts. Seven new queens, Grace just told me from off camera. This might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Well then cheers, Grace Halbig. Cheers, memory hard. Y'all, it is the inaugural. First ever, this might get real. Woohoo! Ooh, ooh, what a clever, catchy title. <laughs> I love that we, I mean, we're so like uh, treated from when this was a web series, when it would yeah. be like every single day was a different title. Yes, yes, like, yes. What's yes. the umbrella we can shove everything under? Yeah, this might get real. Um, which is very exciting. Yes. Like, you, I mean, and thank you also because I feel like a thousand people recommended This Might Get Real as a title when we really? first started talking about this months oh, ago. <laughs> I've heard like various things. And you know what? I did brainstorm for a while there of like reality and Damn, this and that. Everything's taken. And then I was like, you know what? If you're going to have a catchy little title about tea for a reality podcast, mm-hmm. then you've probably already been on Drag Race. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. Like, let's just or you keep have, it real. You got actual knowledge of tea behind the scenes that we do not have access the to. The only tea we have is I'm sipping on an Earl Grey and you've got, I'm assuming, a green. Uh, yes, I have a delicious green tea in here. And thank you guys so much for letting us know what tea girl means on our last episode yes. of our regular podcast. Yes, we are always here to learn Love with to learn. open ears. So we appreciate when we are uh, corrected and redirected. But yes. you guys, oh, this is so exciting. We have thought about doing this for mm-hmm. like a hot minute because yeah. what would happen is on our Wednesday. That minute's got a fever. It's been hot for a yeah. while. <laughs> this, it truly. Longest minute of my life, which is something my dad said when he told me the one time he ate mushrooms. He what? said longest night. of He said that night lasted 12 years. <laughs> that, that's how it goes. Um, but so we on our regular podcast, mm-hmm. I feel like we go into TV quite a bit. Yes. But then there's always this moment, mainly me because I'm neurotic, where I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> This isn't a TV podcast. We got to reel it back and talk yeah. about weirder stuff. I do sometimes feel like both of us are, we start mm-hmm. walking, but it's like we have kid leashes on us yes. that pull us back in when we start to get into uh, reality TV, which, you know, is truly how I spend a bit too much of my free time. I'd say it's both of our biggest hobby truly biggest hobby when i think about the art that i expose myself to (laughs) the most it is reality television and honestly during chemo watching reality tv what became much more important in a deeper way than it ever had before and also i just like consumed so so much reality tv so it feels nice to actually now have a little bit of space to get some thoughts out about the stuff that i've just been sitting at home absorbing for myself well it's such of all mediums Mm -hmm. it is such escapism Mm -hmm. because like Look, we're going to we'll tell you more about it, but we're going to cover all facets. Obviously, we are Bravo bitches. Big Bravo bitches. Triple B's, baby. Yeah. 
yeah. Big Bravo ladies were BBLs. Yeah, isn't they, that the uh, ass implant? Yes, that we'll talk about on Drag Race. Should that be the po- <laughs> the podcast name? Just the BBLs. Just kidding. Um, but we're gonna go kind of all over the place from mm-hmm. um Drag Race to um Housewives. I might do like a little offshoot about um Southern Charm, or yeah. you might do an offshoot Which is of a going show. Crazy right now. Southern Charm is going nuts right now. They're about to do their reunion. Well, I'm excited about it yeah. because also, I mean, we we can talk about we that can talk when that about comes that. up. But it's really fun because here's the thing. Yeah. I'll say this in general. Yeah. I feel like because of Scandaval, yeah. all the other shows are stepping their pussies up. Yeah. People I, have clocked into work on these programs. They know what the audience wants and they are checking some boxes and calling some bingo numbers. Absolutely. <laughs> because on Southern Charm, it's not the the scandal of tom but there is some real fucked up crossover shit that went down yeah okay and maybe i'll do a little sidebar of that one yeah fantastic but so we're gonna do bravo but we're also gonna do survivor yeah i'm so excited that you're into survivor now it has changed my life elliot and i have been super into it and you know hannah originally got us into it at the start of the pandemic so it's so nice that it's spread a little further well i remember we did a live stream where we, uh, you know, it was in pandemic. Mm-hmm. It, we were raising money for No Kid Hungry. Yeah. And Hannah, <laughs> we all sign on before we're supposed to do it. And I'm like full mis- Michelle Visage <laughs> with a fake, <laughs> fake uh, cleavage, all that jazz. And Hannah just shows up just with a bandana on. She's like, I'm Survivor. Should, we is like, this enough? <laughs> we said, go put some, rub some dirt on yourself. Go get like an idol. She ran outside and literally rubbed dirt yeah, on her face. <laughs> we love it. But so... We are going to put the calendar up so yeah. you guys can almost have like a homework assignment. Which Ooh, Where you, are we putting it? Well, I feel like we should put it on our Instagram because okay, this yeah. podcast is for everyone. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is guys. We just had a business meeting before we started this <laughs> to talk through our schedules and to get everything yes. on track. And so my brain is like wheels, wheels. Where's that going? What's going? What's what are we announcing? This, this is how sad it is, is that Grace and I are always so disorganized that I came to the back and printed off the next three months <laughs> like calendar mm-hmm. just from Google image. And I thought, Look at this fucking yep. businesswoman. I couldn't believe that. I came in. <laughs> you told me that you're like, what if we got together to talk through everything and like printed out calendars and I showed up and they were printed out. Yeah. And I was like, I thought that was just like a suggestion of something <laughs> businessy we could do. I mean, it's so bad that I almost texted you to go, will you stop by Staples on the way here and grab a big calendar? And then I thought, wait a second. I have access to a printer. Yes. I'm a grown woman. Yes. So... I think that'll be obviously Yeah, we'll put up because as these shows go, I mean, we're going to talk about them through their seasons. So it'll probably be some weeks where we talk about the same two shows or three shows every week. But it feels nice to have a little bit of structure. I'll tell you that. I mean, who knew? (laughs) Who knew it would be reality TV that was the catalyst for it? That finally (laughs) made us get our shit together. Um, But for this week. Yeah, as you probably know by the title. We are talking about the first Reunion episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, uh-huh. in addition to the Drag Race season 16 premiere. Yeah. And honestly, like we were trying to figure out our schedule for all of this and the impact of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale. Yeah. 
really made me want to be like, we got to start now. We got to talk about this. I agree. This is too major what's happening on this program, on this network, at least from my mm -hmm. opinion, my point of view, uh, that I got. we got to talk about it. Right. It's big. Normally we will, at least thus far, what we think, yeah. we will go from premiere to finale when discussing shows. Obviously, some weeks we'll be like, not much happened on this yeah, episode, yeah. so let's focus on a different show. Mm -hmm. But we thought, no, I'm sorry. But when Heather Gay came out with receipts, screenshots, text Time messages, every, uh, <laughs> DNA, uh, stool samples. Uh, when she came out with that, we thought, <laughs> you know what? Let's jump in. Yeah, I mean, truly. Well, let's just jump into it. Okay. okay? Let's start with... Uh, Salt Lake City. Let's do it. Because this season, to me, I think I texted you after watching the first episode being like, you got to watch Salt Lake this season. Because Be I skipped last season. Yeah. And I was like, there's a new girl on it and I don't know where it's going, but something feels important about this season. Mm -hmm. This season has been such a blend of high camp, like yes. truly high camp of like, are you kidding me? A sound bath meditation and these two adult women are scream whispering insults <laughs> at each other. Like producers couldn't ask for right. a better like tension of opposites happening that the finale only escalated it like the whole time. And someone pointed this out on um, Instagram that I think the success of the finale was because most of the season the content of it was under wraps like uh cast members weren't teasing to the finale through oh. the course of the whole season which is true like no one knew everyone saw that heather gets this phone call and pushes production out of her room but no one could figure out exactly what that is and people were finding all the receipts um from monica through the season of being like she's suing heather or counter suing and heather suing her so it's got to be this but no one really put it together well i wonder Again, to harken back to Scandaval. Yeah. And like we were watching that in real time. And also people were on their social like crazy. I don't yeah. think I don't think network wise, because clearly it makes sense for Bravo to go promote, go crazy. Yeah. You know, it's already in the edit. Go wild. Yeah. We're not going to like hold your hand or slap your wrist yeah. if you if you tease something as right. long as it isn't a spoiler but since that was happening in real time it's almost like they didn't have like the kids were loose yeah yeah and so i wonder if now leading into other shows they fully go i'm sorry nda yeah or, you know like you can't let this slip yeah. because it's not happening in real time and they're already edited yeah, I, I don't know because i've seen like other housewives will be i mean you saw um Oh my gosh, Housewives of Orange County, the uh, housewife that's on there from Beverly Hills this last season. Yes. Oh, what's her name? That, um, I don't remember. Uh, that Teddy? She, she got uh, recorded like walking out of a bar being like, you gotta watch it's, the finale. It is so... Kelsey Grammer's ex. No, not no? her. No, but... Uh, oh, <laughs> yes, duck I? lips. Yes. She's got some duck lips. <laughs> yeah, you can't... Uh, so I wonder with this, it feels so under wraps that it didn't slip what it is. Because when I saw that clip, Grace, I don't know yeah. about you, but this whole time I go... Oh, they didn't realize that Monica was an informant. Well, that's my question is I'm going, wait, who's they? Uh, the uh, cast members? The, or the cast production? members. Yeah. I thought it was a call going, dude, you're not going to believe this. She's the one who ratted out Jen Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, what I thought the whole time. Yeah. Well, I had the, I had the tip off from the accounts that I follow of like 
bravo bitches and whatever on instagram that there was lawsuits between heather and monica on beauty lab stuff related stuff so i thought it was going to be that but i didn't realize like how deep it went here's my question to you do you think Mm. production knew that she was associated with this account okay this is what i wanted to get into so badly because here's the deal it's like yes she was affiliated with Jen Shaw. So yeah. obviously casting her on the show is like keeping a ring, close, line a ring closer to Jen Shaw. And it's not just like a random. Yeah. You know what I mean? However, based on the women on this show, I feel like there is a plethora of characters in Salt Lake City to choose from. Yeah. So I feel like choosing her who already like doesn't have the same status money wise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like. I feel like this was very creative casting and they knew all along. Yeah, that's okay. So, so I'm I'm torn, right? Is that I feel like they must have known. They had to have right? known. Like there's got to be some connection that they could have found out. But also, you know, they had people like Jenny on seasons before that had a lot of racist like posts online that came out and then they had to go back and re-edit her like out of the finale. Yikes. So they've made the mistake. So you would think that they would do their due diligence after making the mistake of not really background checking previous cast members of going further. So there's part of me that's like, I want to believe that they knew and that they like from a producing standpoint, regardless of the morality of the situation between these human beings from producing standpoint, like that's high drama. They did it. I mean, like I said, Everyone is stepping their pussy up post-Scandaval. Yeah, yeah. And they are going to put in some grenades. Yeah. And I think I think casting knew it. I think, first of all, <laughs> during the reunion, when she was like, how did you even get cast on this? And she was like, I emailed them and I said, your show sucks. Ah. Their, their ratings are shit. And it's because it's not cast. And then the editors put up the actual email she sent, which w- couldn't have been more like textbook kind. Hi. I feel like they... I feel like she could have absolutely used it as bait to go, by the way, right. I secretly hate these women. Yeah. And can absolutely pretend like I don't. Yeah. I mean, part of her charm is her like blatant contradiction of everything that she says versus does. And it's, psychologically very obvious to see the connection between her mother and her behavior. No shit. Obviously. I I mean, mean, a direct line. That could be said to all the cast members most, of all of these people. programs. No, <laughs> yeah, totally. Most human beings in I, general. Uh, but it was interesting that they showcased her mother so much this season. Mm. I mean, they really filled out her narrative so that we... W- it, it is like a bait and switch. What a conniving woman. I will say, I have to. You have to. She looked great at the reunion. Best one. She, she is on her... Vil- like, you know, so, she she knows she's the villain, so she's going, I'm at least going to be fucking hot as a villain. So Bravo releases... Okay, the reunions, like you guys all know, because you're listening to this. Yeah. These are our Super Bowls, all right? We all sit and we Funny. wait for the seating chart to come out, which I've started to look at now. Really? I've like, before? It's in my algorithm that it mm. will they'll post it because everyone sits and waits and makes bets on like who's getting first Closest chair to Andy next yeah. to Andy. So it's basically like who's in what position on the field, who's the starting line who's starting, who's on the bench. And on Twitter, people were saying she got the first segment of the reunion, which I guess is 
a technical high praise However, coming off of that finale, there's no way they were going to be like, so how was Trixie Mattel? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have to go with it or everyone would be like, this is bullshit on Twitter. Well, I will. So, so other... Uh, in addition to that, people, they'll drop their first looks at their looks for the reunion. And everyone, man, the comments on these first looks were ruthless and hysterical because I don't know what it is about Salt Lake City. Maybe we all kind of know what it is about Salt Lake City, but their fashion is so confusing to me. Yeah. Everyone looked like they were going to prom in New Jersey in 2007. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, there's a lot. Whitney loves a lime green. That's a chartreuse even. I loved Monica's look the best because usually they give them themes for what to wear for the reunions. So Mm. what they'll do from what I've understood is that like they'll say it's all gold or something and so each like i don't make sense yeah i'm not sure what this theme would have been but whitney's dress in particular that hemline confused me so much that it looked like she originally had like a long dress and got stuff on it and then like they cut half of it off the bottom and I'm like Whitney's so beautiful but I'm like how is she wearing this right now and it's confusing to me as someone that only wears sweatshirts every day um but even in addition to the dress which Monica's dress had like a lot of leg yeah it was very it was very Jessica Rabbit in a good way yeah but she also like she her face she looked like let's puffy like she looked she looked like she did not lose any sleep over any of these women she got all the sleep and lost five pounds yeah it's like she looks snatched as they say absolutely but um no she looked great um i think she was a plant i -hmm. don't think that'll come out however Oh, man, I should have researched this before we started this podcast. Okay. There's new tea about Heather. Oh, really? That, okay. Well, first of all, I want to hear more from, is it Tanisha? Tanisha? Tanisha, yeah. Tanisha, who is the biggest double agent out there. Yeah, that she had a crisis of conscience is what Heather said and just like revealed everything to her. That person has been near your head with scissors for (laughs) years. Someone said, is it harder to believe that this is a plant or that uh, Heather has a black hair? (laughs) (laughs) Silenced. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't even make that connection. Uh, I forgot who Tanisha was. Absolutely. Um, but so I think she's a plant. Um, but also, can we please just talk about yeah the rumors? The room. <laughs> like Meredith, for what is worth, has a sense of humor about. Yes. Like I saw her on Twitter, like making fun of herself like live tweeting episodes and i was like okay whoever told her to do that is smart (laughs) i think i think she has the benefit of having a funny gay son yeah that can go like mom milk this like twitter's loving this or like pull uh back on this or make some merch that says the husband also (laughs) right she knows they all know what they're doing because they're all looking for that branding moment that they can monetize after the season because lala did it so well yeah because it was send Mm -hmm. it to daryl or whatever who knows how much money she made the and also meredith doesn't she have a law degree or a a background as an attorney or something so i feel like her she's very choice with her words so she can be like i never said that this is what i actually she's said. very good at disengaging when legally it could get a little squirrely that's what i mean i feel like she is very select with her words um 
also i watched this on peacock for the first time usually i watch it on like amazon or something and it's uncensored uh, i know i've never watched a reunion where it's just like fucks being thrown around everywhere i was like this has impact and in a way this <laughs> is the least f-bomb dropping franchise really because, oh yeah well, because you know like some of them are religious well that so that's why i think in general is what's so fascinating about salt lake city yes there is not another franchise that consistently talks about religious trauma or the underlying kind of religious trauma that infuses all of their lives Mm -hmm. present and past and but also handled with such camp at the same time that i'm like this is fascinating by the way two nights ago when i spent the night in palm springs but your parents had arrived Mm -hmm. um I stayed in a hotel that was beside the Trixie Motel. Oh, and let me tell you, my first thoughts were just picturing Whitney <laughs> in drag. Like, yeah, yeah. They were, <laughs> their drag looked really rough. Yeah, it was just Monica in really bad drag defending the ring. Let's, yeah. let's talk about the ring. Let's talk about the ring. There are rumors. The rumors <laughs> and the nastiness. The nastiness. <laughs> there are nothing. You want me to go there with the husband? I'll go there. <laughs> um, The rumor that Monica pocketed the ring. Mm-hmm. Initial gut feeling. What do you think? No, my okay, my okay. feeling is, oh, that's an easy like connection Blame. to make. Yeah, um, I, I, I think if they're shooting it slightly chronologically, mm-hmm. I think she's so new to the cast that that's a bold thing to do. Um, I agree, unless, unless, and I'm mm-hmm. throwing it out there, I'm not at all placing blame on it. Yeah. Unless if she was in on this yeah. with the producers from the get go, which again, I have no idea if that's real because I also right. know just from like other experiences in, in reality TV and friends who are producers in different spaces, there is a genuine like friendship and trust you have to develop with your producer. Especially over the years that these women have been right. on the shows, especially the longer standing franchises like those like kyle's and whatever that have been doing it for 13 years they have like close relationships with these producers absolutely but is there a world where the ring was pocketed right by a producer? i don't know these are or, all the questions that make it dramatic television i know it is i'm I just mean, saying how do you lose a ring in a bathroom and it just absolutely unless you flush it I just don't know how someone wears a $60,000 ring to begin with that. And that's why these shows are fascinating because that, uh, uh, Lisa Barlow is a human that I think I have some things in common with and, and so many things not in common with. The only thing I have in common with her is the love of tequila and Wendy's. (laughs) She does love Wendy's. She loves fast food and she eats like a 11 year old. And that's what I have in common with her. But I think she also kind of, she is interesting to me because she's one of those people that I think she thinks she's in on the jokes about herself. She has no idea. But she's really, I don't think, in on the jokes about herself. No, I think <laughs> Meredith knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. I think Lisa goes like, oh, they like that? Okay, <laughs> I'll do it again. Because that's what everyone's, okay. everyone's calling her out on her self-awareness. Like Whitney's like, you're not self-aware. She's like, I am. I am very self-aware. I'm the most self-aware. <laughs> like, it's almost like in a Trump sort of thing okay. which is what Monica that's what everyone was like Monica just called her a Trump supporter at the, in the finale episode oh see I didn't know if it was a Trump supporter or, or she was making fun of her self tanner oh maybe it was that maybe yeah. it was that I don't know but also did you see it all in the finale at one point like they pull away and you can see the scope of the production like I love oh, when they break the fourth wall and you Bermuda can actually see Bermuda with snow 
but also that yeah that the 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 amount of cameras that they had lined up on one side of the Mm. table while everyone all the women have moved to the other side of the table and monica's just by herself on this one side i was like this is insane this looks like a congressional hearing right now it's perfect i you can tell that andy is a pig and shit right now oh yeah because uh who knows i don't know what the ratings were for salt lake season two right you know when you still had jen but like the pending thing i mean what other franchise do you have that has this big of a villain reveal and it's like and she's not even the one who's in federal prison i know that's what i'm saying this is the why we needed to start recording these episodes because this for what it's worth i think is breaking boundaries of reality tv because it was always very interesting when they started to talk about the fourth wall and take it down and would talk about like and they would film people running out of scenes and like taking their mic off and having Uh hot mic moments they're like great i love that we get the scope that this is a show now to have like a mole in a way like infiltrate and also for social media to become such a pillar of importance Mm -hmm. to the way these women um live after shows air yeah they they redirect their life and their uh, the way they're going to react to things based on how social media is reacting yeah i love too in the finale just like the amount of interactions angie had had with (laughs) reality vontese i also love that heather's sincerity of being like hey you're reality vontese and i'm like that is so unserious i know (laughs) i mean i truly the way they set up her on the beach with the wind which yeah. i love meredith is posting on instagram like you know <laughs> her with the hair the botticelli like the full um yeah. you know like old school painting but the way they set it up because i'm gonna tell you i started watching the first like four episodes of this season yeah and then i and then i kind of fell off during palm springs yeah. just because i was like this is the same fight with meredith every week yeah and i don't think they understand how great trixie is and it's starting to offend me <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they don't get it and i also feel like oh my god okay two thoughts yeah i'll get through this but two thoughts one i kind of fell off and then when i saw the preview for this mm-hmm. i went back and i caught up yeah but from the preview, I truly thought she was going to be like, she is Jen Shaw's sister yeah. and she was the one who yeah. did the fraud. And then call, like that, yeah. not a website I'd never heard of or right. an Instagram account I never heard of. <laughs> and then second of all, here's another little conspiracy theory that's probably not real. Okay. What if casting brought on Monica knowing that she was a mole and a plant and all oh. that jazz? but not sure how she was going to play on camera. Right. And so that's why they brought on Mary at the beginning and then let her kind of peace out. Cause they were like, Mary is like safety footage. Yeah. Yeah. Like Almost. Mary's like, our... she had no reason to be there. Absolutely none though. The previews for her in the reunion next week seem great. Cause Andy just asks her straight up. Who do you like on these couches? She likes no one. She, she didn't she even know her few... son was married. I, her house, the interior design, all of it is just endlessly fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, she does say in the reunion clip I saw that she does like Monica. She thinks she's she pretty. Does. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think Mary, you can get away with being like an absolute yeah. cunt. Yeah. If you're the prettiest. I think Mary wants a, Mary Cosby wants the shiny thing. Yeah. So there was a minute there where Whitney was the shiny thing. Yeah, that's and true. And then she and she was and always she and she was always just like, just, I don't like Heather because she, she didn't think like Heather's she looks. She says the meanest things. The meanest things. Um. Okay. Here's where it gets really interesting too. Is that 
there is the debate on uh, Monica being like, I stood up for the wrong things that I saw Jen doing and none of you women did. Oh, like, so she was an informant. Well, that I think is part of the, again, yeah, the, she's saying, the Heather stuff that I didn't research that people are saying that Heather knew the fucked up shit that right, Jen Shaw was doing right. for so long. Right. With the black eye, with everything, with like keeping that quiet. And yeah. And she kept her mouth shut when Monica, who also worked for, for who worked for her or was her friend or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is the one who actually actively informed yeah. the yeah. CIA. And so it becomes I don't know if CIA is the right word, FBI, I'm not sure. But it becomes, oh, you actually saw something that was wrong happening and reported it congrats or does it become you're a snitch and you only did that because there's probably blood on your hands that like is now you're not going to get charges for you can spin it both ways (sighs) because she was saying i think in the reunion something to the effect of the account was started to out jen like specifically and then i guess i don't know i haven't looked at the account at all i have no context for what is it still up and posted posting actively no idea but um i have zero context for the things that they did say about like like all the cast members and how you know hateful it got for them i just love that angie k is in the dms being like clap hands clap hands (laughs) but i will give angie k credit uh that trampoline with eyes is such a funny read she called meredith a trampoline with eyes and then said it's because your skin's so tight Is that what it was? I know she, she said, said it's a compliment. a compliment. Yeah, she said it's a compliment because your skin is so taut. I mean, if I was Meredith right now, my I would change every avatar to a trampoline <laughs> with like, you know that, you know that filter where the eyes are yeah. big and the mouth is big? Yeah. I would just do that on a trampoline yeah. and give commentary. Uh, what a great I mean, I love that compliment. It's so silly. It's so stupid. If you got someone a trampoline, you're like, no, because you're so tight. You're you're bouncy. You're jovial mm-hmm. with like a hint of danger. I um, loved it. Okay, I'm excited for next week. Yeah, and also they're in like a huge. I'm, and I think everyone is eager to see like what do they do with casting next season because literally, like, it's very clear on the internet that everyone can't deny how entertaining monica was but it's Look. also like these women have given interviews at BravoCon too i've watched some of that stuff okay where they none of them were with monica they were all like in little groups amongst themselves well they said at the reunion andy said no, you they all haven't been together and yeah. she was like well they have just not me yeah and people were asking them questions on like red carpets and stuff of being like so have you guys like all been together have you seen monica why is no one with monica and they give these very vague you can tell at that point you're like oh i think they're not allowed to say anything this is pre-finale airing but that's what i'm saying is because i feel like they have so many more guardrails Mm -hmm. and like legal paperwork to not fuck it up because you um you compare that to uh vanderpump rules and people are being like tom should blah 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 i saw him hanging out with so-and-so last night you know it was real time yeah yeah so so anyway, I'm excited. Woo. I think Monica will a thousand percent be on next season. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if they keep Mary as like a Monica like buddy, like I don't know unless she I just I don't I'm trying to think of like there they'd have to bring someone else on. That's the liaison between like Tanisha. the main cast. Oh, yeah. What if they brought on Tanisha? Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would be interessante. Very interesting. I don't know what I'm eager to see, and I will watch well, what they're going to do. Well, <laughs> as they say, watch what happens. <laughs> 
Okay, now let's talk. Let's do a little bit of a chat about yes. the Drag Race season 16 premiere, which, by the way, you got sent a box yeah. with a hoodie of the RuPaul. Yeah, and a season. t-shirt with all the queens on it. Oh, you I know it. I almost wore it today, but I, I didn't. Um, you know, it'd be a good design, although they'd get sued. Hmm. All the queens, but you know that... Um, the Taylor Swift eras. Yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like that. It's a it little, does. but not not like specifically. Not enough to get It's sued. just they're all in boxes. Um, okay, Ray to Queen was the name of the premiere episode, season 16. I will say, general vibe, excellent premiere episode. I, I was entertained by every queen. There wasn't a dud queen there for me. I was like, these are all great queens. This got me excited. This got me excited too. I feel like there's some real talent there. Yeah. I feel like it feels more like a throwback. Mm. Um, I do have some questions about the structure of this season. Yeah. Okay. All right. I probably don't have I know answers. You don't, I know you don't. I don't. I know. I just have to voice them. With immunity that hasn't been there since either three or five. Not sure which. Yes, my little Tim, I was talking to him about it. He said it got uh, taken away because Alyssa Edwards did the worst Katy Perry impression right. of all time. Like to the point that Rue said, have you ever kissed a girl before? And Katy Perry was like, no, that's gross. Oh, <laughs> my God. Well, I just have a question about how it works because and obviously I'll look it up. Yeah. Because we've been watching so much Survivor. Right. Two questions. Yeah. One. With immunity, it does it get handed out every week? Because if if every winner can get immunity and you can pull it out whenever, I this think season I takes think, twice as long. I think that's wrong. I think I misspoke before when I was talking about it. I think it's that you can only use it the following week. Or so she is immune next week. The I winner. believe so. Okay, because my question was, is every week they're going to vote for themselves? And who gets right. off? Because if that becomes the case and people have immunity, then it would be like playing an immunity idol on Survivor. Like, yeah. do you go, man, I really fucked up the acting challenge, but I have immunity from three weeks ago. Right. I'm going to play it because I think all these bitches are coming for me. Oh. Or even like, I'm doing so well, I think they're coming for me. Yeah. So I have to play it. I don't know. Um, Here's what I think it might be. I think it might be. Granted, this is different because it's a split premiere. Yeah. It could be, we're going to announce who won the challenge this week. You're immune from voting tonight. Mm. If they keep the voting. I don't like them voting for each other. Me either. I hate it. Because that's what they do on All Stars is that they choose the lipsticks. And that, I get the drama. But that's out of the last two, right? Huh? With the lipsticks on All Stars, it's these yes, are the bottoms the bottom, too. Yeah. Not just vote from like top to bottom pyramid. Right. Yeah. This because they brought in like the circle. Have you ever watched the circle? That's kind of how that show works. So I, I was like, love the circle. Yeah. So that's how I was like, oh, they're doing like the circle where they all raid each other. We got to add the circle into our mix. Yeah. I haven't watched in a bit. Oh, God. I know. But um, uh. I was like, oh, they're just blatantly taking from other reality, other reality shows. shows that work. I know. <laughs> and I don't know if I like it because it does give you the opportunity to create this alternative strategy that isn't based that's on who's the best queen. That's what I'm saying. Like in Survivor, it works, but you're also... Because that's part of the game. It's Strategy is part of the game. And also you're dealing with like the elements and, and who's going hungry and who's like uh, yeah. providing for the camp. With this, it will... If it's like this, it's just so much cattiness in the workroom. Mm-hmm. And I also, I want people to win or be kicked off based on their performance. And their art, you know, and like Survivor art. is not about them no. being talented at art. <laughs> it's just about surviving. Yeah. Um, 
But with this one, I'm like, look, Michelle Visage and Carson and Rue, like you guys know the history. We talked about this a little on the regular podcast. You guys know the history of drag. And like there are going to be some young queens who might not appreciate someone else's performance and they don't get it. Mm -hmm. But that performance is an homage to something that's like so inherently drag and historical that like you need the judges to judge that. You know what I mean? Someone else would go up and be like, I don't understand. I don't get this reference yeah i don't know i like i'm curious if that's going to be how it is every week or if that's just how they're doing it in the beginning of it well because this one is also called raid queen so is it raid queen just because that's the first thing they're doing on this season and they're gonna go let the judges kind of hope so dictate it well I, I really know. hope so. We we will only see. But let's talk about the queens themselves. Yes. Um. First and foremost, a mandatory meeting. That's the best name of all time. I was like, <laughs> even Elliot, who was watching sort of with me, started crying laughing. I was like, yeah, that's so I'm like, how is no one had that name? Amanda Tory meeting so good it's what a, so like, good I, it feels like old school drag yes you know? yeah. I, like i know what that is i mean i'm just saying i feel like the pun names were when i first started getting into drag race and the entire universe it like the puns were the primary feature well, and when you look at the lineup for mm-hmm. this season it's the only as far as I can tell, the only pun name. And so when you and I or whoever yeah. goes, oh, that'd be a good drag name. Yeah. That's the thought we're going through. Yeah. Now it's like they've got, it's like almost a, like a slot machine. Yeah. Where it just says like that's classy what, name, classy name, sexy name. It'll, where it'll what, just be like, the name is Emerald's Cleavage <laughs> uh, Sophisticado. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It just, it's just like, uh, no, I like my queens funny. Yeah. But that's just my preference. No, I love that name. I thought it was so fun. I think she is so fun. Um, And she's got this like charming, and I mean this like with love, like airhead quality. Mm, like just mm-hmm. like a sweetheart, like happy go lucky, I think is a better, less like rude way to describe that. Uh, I love a mandatory meeting. Obviously, we've already said we're Dawn fans because not only because Dawn is said she's a fan of us and might be listening to this and Dawn, we're going to need you to come on um, the show. But we oh, yeah, that's another fun thing about this podcast is we get we might actually have like guests every once in a while. Um, Who knows? Possibilities are endless. But Dawn, I was when we talked on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. I was so excited because we were going to do this. So my homework assignment was to watch the Drag Race premiere. Yeah. And again, I was there with bated breath like. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. And I thought she did fantastic. Well, done in the when they did the ring photo shoots, the best. And she's uh, Rue said, "Who would you vote for?" And she said, "Not you." And she got the Rue cackle. So a true laugh. Everyone is already speculating that Don. That's a a check on the winner's edit sort of bingo oh. card. Oh, mm-hmm. well, because Rue loves a funny queen, and mm-hmm. I really think. Well, we'll talk about Q too, but I really think they're painting. Yeah. Dawn as a funny and like Dawn chased the neighbor. Yeah. It was and great. said she had bacon in her Just purse. Just silly. Just silly. I absolutely loved it. I'm rooting for Dawn yes. for sure. Also, just. I enjoy the beautiful, beautiful gowns, but I also love the weird long ass sleeves and gloves. Yeah, and she's got a little bit of willow pill. A lot I of love. willow. Um, I thought that they might be sisters, mother, daughter. I uh, thought they'd maybe be from the same house. You know who else hmm. is, um, and I'm blanking on the name right now, and they also 
were fans from back in the day that Rue would always say they looked like DeBarge. Crystal Method. Crystal Method. I love Crystal, Crystal Method. Crystal Method is the best. They do the Crystal same Crystal follows lips. us on Instagram. Yes. Hey, Crystal. Love Crystal. Yeah, they do the same vibe. And there's also the weird element. I thought maybe she was the house. She was from the oh, house of Crystal Method. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She's a little Brooklyn baby, though. A Brooklyn baby. But she's from Raleigh. Someone, Wait, yeah, what? yeah, she was originally from Raleigh. Sorry, Don, I've done a little bit of research. Uh, I saw that she was. She said she was headlining Pride mm-hmm. and Raleigh. Yeah, and I thought that's so random. Yeah. I want to go. Yeah, someone had messaged me, being like, "You got to let Mamrie know that Dawn is originally from Raleigh." And Maybe that's like, when we'll finally get on a float. Yeah. <laughs> See, this podcast is already producing gifts, unlike the other one. We have had a dream to be on a parade float together for uh, years, and now this might actually make it, sorry, real. Yeah. Uh, Mirage, we have from Vegas. Yes. Who reminded me, obviously, you make the Anitra connection. Of course. Doesn't have the same personality as Anitra, is a lot. Anitra. Sh- Anitra yeah. is a lot shyer, yeah. but the dance moves. Clack, 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 clack. My, that, like... Wow, I was like, <laughs> that's uh, how I would do it accidentally. Right. If I was asked to that's do it, that's what I would like do that. to break an ankle. <laughs> yeah, that was, was like satisfying, satisfying to listen to. Like, I hate ASMR, but for some reason, that I, I was it. like, ooh, I feel like my back just like loosened up a oh, little you bit. Thought, it felt like you were watching a chiropractic video yeah, on yeah. TikTok and you're like, I felt that in my spine. What I loved about that performance is and this is a little inside baseball is that rue kept mentioning a dancer she loved at jumbo's clown room yeah which is a place we used to frequent when we first came to la and we might need i think we should do a post-cancer clown room i love that the one of my favorite memories from jumbo's clown room is that greg from dharma and greg was there he was always there i've only been to jumbo's clown room i think four times he was there twice he was just by the jukebox by himself but talking to every dancer as they got off the stage i was like look at him okay for you guys listening who don't know what it is it is a bar Mm -hmm. in hollywood where they have dancers they have a stage they have a pole but they don't get topless no and do they even go to pasties or is it just sexy dancing it's like, uh, at least from what I remember seeing, it's just like sexy dancing. And some of it is like really stupid and like funny. And yeah. like, I remember someone came out in like Lakers garb uh-huh. with like a basketball and did this whole like jock jams style dance. And right. I was like, this is so fun. It's almost like the humor of a lot of burlesque, yeah. but actual like acrobatic pole dancing. We yeah. should go. But I want to go at like five. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go where like it's the time of day it would yeah. be sad to be at a quasi strip club. However, I just need space and yeah. like one beer. Yes, yes. Oh, but man. I I loved Mirage. I think she's very charming yes. and very endearing and uh, interested to see. Like I love that she's got this like trashy. I shop at like Claire's uh, meth head type yes. of like thing. Enjoy it. Okay, Safira Cristal, who won yeah. this episode. That um, opera singing. Well, that's... I love when people come with, like, the legit talent. Yes. Here's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. She can break that out one more time. What do you, oh, I like, hope she it doesn't should do become... It no, I hope oh, it doesn't become, like, ah, this yeah. is what I do all the time. Like, obviously, there will be a singing challenge. Yeah. Which yeah. is always a little more, like, just kind of rappy. Here we go. Yeah, you yeah. won't... Not you can it. Yeah. Um, but so... But it's nice to come out of the game and be like, I have a legit talent. Yes. I also saw that... Um, Katya 
Yeah, I saw and the her tweet been too. friends forever, and yeah. was like, "Get it, Safiro? We've been doing shows together for a million years." So what I automatically go, "Oh, well, then I love Safiro." Yeah, of course, that's a great credibility right there. Also, Safira gives good um, interview talking head. Yes, she's got narrator edit kind of going yes. right now. Everyone speculates about that, but also, so the talent show stuff. Everyone is like. We've seen original song yes. with choreography. You got to figure out a different spin on it. And Safira's was such a breath of fresh air of being mm-hmm. like, oh, you're taking your sincerely beautiful talent and making it stupid. Yes. Amazing. She does need some bigger titties, though. Uh, yeah yeah i thought the same thing and, and michelle called it out i was like okay yeah I, as someone who has recently exposed her tits to so many medical professionals i was like they seem a little close yeah Savira <laughs> is a a broad gal and i was like what are those pudding cups <laughs> <laughs> why do we attach two pudding cups and call them boobies um uh, Okay, then we oh. have Morphine Love Dion. Well, here's the thing. Oh, no. Or, or, or not want to move on yet. Oh, no, no, no. That's fine. I was just trying to keep up with. I have a, a list of stuff and I'm like, oh, right. Who actually was on the show or not? Yeah, because, I was just kind of going down the contestants. Well, I feel like, like you just said, a lot of them were, hey, I'm essentially just going to do a lip sync routine yeah. and show you my dance moves, except I recorded a song. Yeah. So I appreciate the ones that go out of the box, especially Q. I love Q. Okay, look. I love me some Dawn. I love me some Q. Q's face is beautiful. Q, the angle is a cutie. Of Q's face. Yes. I was just like sitting there staring, being like, that's such a beautiful drag queen. <laughs> so beautiful. Here's the thing is that Q in the talking head interview. Yeah. I thought like, oh no, is this mean girl energy? Mm. Am I not gonna like this person? Mm-hmm. And then I was oh so God. surprised by the talent of the puppet show yeah. with the with the tiny feet. Fucking I thought loved it. Wait a second. I'm obsessed with you. Yes. I did that was the biggest curveball of like, the premiere for me. That's what you do. If you can't sing, you can't dance. Yeah. You have well, to Well, I fi- think they can all dance. I'm sure they can do yeah. and Q, who knows? We have don't know this yet. I'm only speaking, I guess, from my own personal repertoire of what I would bring to this stage, which is no dancing, no singing. But that's the way that you take it and spin it on its head and do something that We've never seen that before, no. but I could watch that for like 15 minutes straight and be I like, I would great. go to a show and I watch that for an yeah. hour. You know, I love a puppet show. It was great. So it was great. It was just f- such a fun gag. Yeah, that was so original. I loved it. I want to know what Q stands for, because I just think yeah. QAnon. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Rue said, what's Q stand for? Queef? <laughs> or yeah, Queef. Did Q answer? Uh, I don't know. Also, Q is totally it's shaved head, right? I believe so. Maybe so. like she's a cue ball. Maybe. Who Maybe. knows? I'm excited to get to know Q more. I think yes. Q, I think Q, I'll call it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call it right now. Do it. Don, Q, Zephira, top three. We haven't even seen the Shit. other half of the cast. <laughs> There's only seven queens that they've announced. This is a split premiere. Damn it. Well, I will say they Out are going to go yeah. far. Yeah. So far, they had excellent, excellent starts. Um, and I did see Dawn post on their story or somewhere that they uh, or on Instagram that looking back at their performance, they wish they weren't that nervous and that they gave it better, but that they're proud that they like did the best they could in that moment. Well, and I was like, I thought you did great. I read that before I watched it. Oh. And so I went in, Dawn, you should know this. I went in extra nervous for you because mm. I didn't know, you know, it was going to be a lip syncing challenge. I was like, oh, no, what if Dawn comes out and like, yeah, 
does comedy or something and just completely gets like yeah. goes up on her lines. So knowing that I was like, oh, I actually didn't detect nerves whatsoever. But, mm. you know, if you're a performer, you're going to always be like, I could have gone yeah. further. Especially if you're a perfectionist and you're who knows how f- many months ago they actually film this you right. know that's i do not envy nor can understand the psychological chaos that goes on for filming that whole thing and then watching it back with the rest of the with everyone world. i mean grace you when we did our last live tour you talked mm-hmm. about how you could never be a therapist because you can't hold on to like secrets yeah. and you want to tell everyone however i'm like i don't think i could ever do reality tv in this way yeah because i would be like I'll, I'll tell one person. I, I'll tell one person I won, yeah. or like I'll tell one person I get off at on a season six. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I would not be able to keep no. it. No, and then then I'd then be in jail. I'd be in jail. You'd owe them so much money. So much money. Oh my gosh. Okay, and then there's uh, tsunami. Is that how you say tsunami muse? Because it's, it's with an tsunami. X. But it's spelled with an X? I don't know. I don't know if she pronounces tsunami? it. Beautif- tsunami. Beautiful. Legs. I need to see more. Yeah. Yeah. Your Candy Muse's daughter. So that is a huge, I think they're Candy Muse's daughter. Yeah. Hilarious. Uh, so that's like a, you know, it's big shoes. That's a legacy. Yeah. Literally big shoes. She looks like she got tiny feet. Candy, <laughs> Candy Muse looks like she shuffles like a little I Betty Boop. I love Candy Muse's walk. My brother and I have talked about it before. The way she walks with her mouth, like slack jaw, open a little bit. I love it. Candy Muse loves to serve looks yes. and breathe through her mouth. Yes. And yes. I'm obs- I, I love Candy Muse and her crazy ass voice. But this is, um that's a big legacy to come in uh, under. So you really have to perform. Also, we'll it wasn't Q, who was who was it? Was it Morphine? I'm I'm still learning some of their names who mm-hmm. look the same. Who isn't out to their family yet? Morphine, Morphine, Morphine. Love Dion, who got a BBL. Yeah, and she's like, she was like, oh, it's all natural. Michelle was like, no, <laughs> I know it's in your body and not padding, <laughs> yeah. but that's not natural. Yeah, that is that's wild. That I mean, to come on the show, which I think has happened for uh, queens before, where it they has. come on, yeah, and the family doesn't know until they watch this i, I mean, mean talk about nerve i mean we talk about how am i going to perform on the show and oh god how are my friends going to react yeah. to it versus like i'm literally in waiting until my family realizes i'm on drag race the layers my god i don't i don't know and, but also maybe this is the easier way to maybe. let them know like maybe they get to see how beautiful the community is and how successful you are in this like lane right. that you've chosen. You go, look, I'm gay and I'm on this show and it premieres tomorrow. And yeah. then you get to be like, you're going to see exactly yeah. all the different facets of me. And also go on Twitter. Yeah. I'm, I'm only going to call it Twitter. Go on Twitter <laughs> and see how much people love me too. Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, okay. Um, the only other thing that I'll say uh, about the episode, Charlize Rip. is the most beautiful woman in the world. She's <laughs> like, she looked incredible. Who knows what kind of lighting they have on that set? Who cares? She looked insane. She is so beautiful. And also Charlize to me. Yeah. Whenever I've heard an interview or seen her hanging out with folks, she's one of those celebrities, not even celebrity. She is a massive movie star yeah like i think there's a huge difference in celebrity and movie star Mm -hmm. she is a movie star that i go i'd hang out with you i've interviewed her you have for when i used to work for attack of the show they flew me and a producer to london outside of england to interview her 
Kristen Stewart and Chris Hemsworth for uh, Snow White. Snow White. <gasps> and she was so cool. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know, 26, 7, 8 in that age range, uh, still living in Brooklyn. And uh, she was so cool. We, we were like filming at this castle that was a couple hours outside of London, I think. And they had all these tents set up. And so uh, the inter- you have like 10 minutes with this person. Yeah. I've been flown all of these like 12 hours. And I don't <laughs> fuck this up. Yeah. And she couldn't have been cooler. And I just had that memory of walking in and seeing her and being like, she's the most stunning person in person I've ever seen. And I'm her. like, and she looked exactly the same what 10 years later on well, this show even her regard i mean yes she has all the resources in the world to I look get a certain it. way but like even though they're like j'adore by dior that perfume ad yeah it's been running the same commercial for a decade and she looked exactly yeah. in the workroom lighting <laughs> yeah. like she does covered in gold in a dior commercial yeah so incredible oh man well i feel like this has been quite the first episode quite the first episode also just let uh, everyone the break my soul as the first lip sync song i'm sorry they paid money they got a budget this season they paid money and it went there i'm curious to see what the second half of the premiere song will be you know if that's the first half of the premiere what did the second half of the queens get as their lip sync song well they also their guest judge is becky g who i i'll I'll be honest i'm not familiar with but i wonder if they'll do a becky g song Mm. since she is the judge for that one that would make sense also where was where was this before mtv this bopped around logo it was also they got mtv money now vh1 i think it was on too yeah is VH1 even, does VH1 even I exist? Even I don't know. But Remember when they did the streamies? Yeah, Tyler and I hosted it. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Oh, man. Wow. Well, I'm excited for this season. Me I too. thought that was a great premiere. I got really excited about the Queens. And obviously, yeah. we have a personal interest uh, vested in this. Obviously. <laughs> but, but hey, but listen up. We're going to be real. We're going to be real. <laughs> if we don't like that week, we're not going to be, you know, like sugarcoat it just because Dawn is a fan. However, we're very excited. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, we did it. We did this. So, guys, if you are paying attention, next week we are going to be covering the same two shows, the second part of the reunion and Drag Race before the following week where we weave in, I believe, the season premiere of The Bachelor. But so just so you know, if you're thinking of hopping on board, if you're listening to this and you have no idea what we're talking about, you've got some homework to do. Yeah. Watch TV with us. This is so fun. This is so fun. I am so excited to do my homework this week. Right? (laughs) Well, this got real. Yeah.